We went to the hostel because it was brand new. I think it was their opening week. They didn't have any doors on the outside. <laughs> no, or they didn't have any locks. So anyone could come in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Amanda. And I'm Ed. Hello. And this week, we are talking about Zimbabwe. This is Amanda's first fact-finding mission. <laughs> it is, and it's quite nerve-wracking, I must say. Uh, yeah. how, do, how, do you, uh, how do you feel? How do you... Underprepared, but I think nice. we'll be okay. We'll be okay. I think that's a weekly feeling, though. You don't really... I mean, don't know. You might do this more often <laughs> than prepare more, but... <laughs> you're, Firstly... in the, you're in the right space if you're underprepared. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, we did an episode of about Zambia, I think it was. And there's so yes. many similar things. Oh, it, yeah. It's, I, I kept researching They're all so things. close together and yeah. it's just... and they share stuff like the Victoria Falls and yeah. stuff. So <laughs> I kept researching stuff and I was like, I, I've done this before. Yeah. I, this is so strange. And then I wrote it down and then I was like, wait, no, I'm, I must have done this before. Why would I remember this so perfectly? It's even the name. It's just <laughs> like, yeah, it's quite easy to forget. We've done so many episodes now. It's I think like, this is 38 as well. Number yeah, 38. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah, it's quite a lot. Um, so, should we reel through the basics? We've not done one of these podcasts in a while. It's true. We've had guests, to be fair. But, I mean, a bit of housekeeping, like always. I've got to do what I've got to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, area, 390,000 square kilometers. Uh, that's 150 Luxembourgs. Excellent. And it's also slightly bigger than Germany, just to give you an idea. And population of 15.1 million. That's a lot more than wow. I thought. Wow. Yeah. They actually did a census this year as well, and it was like... 15.1. Oh, wow. And I'm guessing they're all in uh, the the capital. What is it? Har- Harare? Harare. Harare, Harare yeah. yeah. I don't know. So we'll leave it at a guess. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have a fun fact about the name of the town. It was formerly called Salisbury. Really? In uh, 1890, in honor of the British Prime Minister, Lord Salisbury. Yeah. And then it got, didn't it get names changed in like <laughs> 1980, I think it was, to Harare when... It probably it, would have been 1980. That's it, when they got their independence. Yeah, exactly. From, uh, well, that's Britain. when it went from Rhodesia to, yeah. to Zimbabwe. But Rhodesia was part of the empire, right? Like it was yeah. part of... So, yeah. Do you think they have it's a actually nice... the, the last... Uh, what was it? The last African nation to gain independence from the British colonial rule. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Yeah. Do you think they have a a nice cathedral in uh, Harare? (laughs) Wait, where some Russians go visit, you mean? There's some lovely steps. (laughs) (laughs) You know there's 250 steps. That's ridiculous. For those who don't know what we're talking about, because this is actually quite a few years ago. Yeah, it was. There was some poisonings in in the UK um, done by (laughs) Russians. And these two guys were like, they found them, basically. And they just don't look like tourists yeah they're not the type of guys that you'll be like those two love cathedrals and they're yeah. gonna go on holiday together and that was their excuse no we didn't poison anyone we just went to visit that beautiful cathedral in I mean, it's a beautiful cathedral <laughs> and but wasn't the guy who was poisoned like an ex-soviet spy or something it's just all too coincidental yeah, yeah. poor guy yeah very convenient <laughs> um so when it did turn into zimbabwe that was also the first day that their flag was raised the current flag. Colourful. Swift segue. Oh. Do you know what all the colours mean? Yeah. I, no. Ooh, nice. I wrote them all down. Oh, so okay. each colour represents something else about Zimbabwean culture. I read Zimbabwean. it and then I was like, oh, I'm going to write all of this down. And I was like, too much. <laughs> I, I'm just not going to do it. And look at us. So <laughs> the green stripe it. represents vegetation and agriculture. The gold colour represents the country's mineral wealth. The red stripe represents blood that was shed during the War of Liberation. Black represents the black majority. The white triangle represents peace. The red star represents the nation's aspirations. And the golden bird is the great Zimbabwe bird, which is the national symbol of Zimbabwe. And it's not a real bird, but it is oh, their national yeah. bird. So what's the bird called, sorry? Uh, I mean, to be fair, Zimbab- look at it. It, 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 it looks Zimbabwe more like a llama than a bird. It, yeah, it does. <laughs> and like a hieroglyphic, you know, the... Yeah. Uh, Egyptian. There's there's bird. speculation that it's modelled after uh, uh, a sea eagle, actually. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. It's got like a gull eagleness to it. 
A bit of a pigeon's head as well. A little yeah. bit, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So it's a very, very cool flag. It is pretty unique as well. It's like all the colours. It's very African, like in terms of colours, like yellow, green, and red. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. I don't know of any other African flags that are that like scattered, like not scattered, but there's so mm. much on there. Well, while while we're at like little facts and stuff, it's a, the country with the most official languages in the world. I did, uh, yeah, it's in the Guinness yeah. Book of Records. Is it? What? How many was there? Sixteen. Sixteen. You're gonna reel them all off? No, <laughs> I did not have time to write it. I just know that. Um, English is in there, and what is it called? Is it Shauna? Corsa? Oh, Corsa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Corsa. Corsa. <laughs> and there's another one called Shauna, I think it is, S-H-O-N-A. Yeah, I think no a lot food. of them are Bantu languages, which Bantu were like, like, we spoke about them in Zambia as well. They were like mm. the first people there. Oh, is that where there were cave paintings that were like yeah. 30,000 years old? I actually have cave <laughs> painting facts. So, it is... The I think it's the uh, oh Jesus Christ sorry yes Zimbabwe has southern Africa's highest concentration of rock art and there are thousands of sites all over the country um, and it was drawn by inhabitants of the land uh, seven whole thousand years ago seven thousand years and they're still around now sure. no it's more than seven thousand no seven thousand I mean what did I say last time then? Oh, there was, there's been others that we've looked at and it's been like hundreds of thousands. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> but this one, I, I, it's just, it's got the most. Um, but 7,000 years isn't as impressive as other ones. What do they paint them with? I genuinely don't know. I mean, I think it's like wet sand. Yeah. Like, uh, like maybe ash as well. And it's, like, is it inside, I guess, because the yeah, elements would probably. It's like in on the sides of caves and, ah. and stuff like that. But I don't know how they actually make them. Might yeah, that's why. Like, maybe to be fair, but it's usually like some reddish dirt yeah. with water, isn't it? Like the one in Lion King. Oh yeah, Simba. I guess. Yeah, and I guess the different types of rocks, obviously, with different colours and whatnot. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There's a shitload of them in Africa. Uh, should we just do a quick fact about? I I can remember some of the facts about Victoria Falls. <laughs> when I realised that they shared it and then we talked about it, I was like, oh, I don't have any time for this. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> so I didn't. Uh, but I just remember, it's not the Victoria Falls, it's a different one. Um, the biggest man-made lake. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Well. Lake Karabi yeah. or something like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. But it's also in, in Zambia. Ka- Kariba. So, Kariba. Yeah. So we talked about it in the Zambia episode. So Because it borders... Zambia and Zimbabwe, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, and they built a dam. It's about 1,300 kilometers upstream from the Indian Ocean. Nice. And there's... Quite some I, distance. Don't know I, what to do with that fact, but... Yeah. We we did talk about, um, I'm not sure if you remember, the sea serpent that was in that lake. No. Remember Tom oh, talking the, about the that? Cryptozoology thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a uh, really cool... I would say cool, interesting relationship with mermaids over in uh, Zimbabwe. Um, basically, I was reading up and they, like, I don't know if it's a majority of people, but they believe that they're real, but they're not a positive influence or a very negative influence, almost like a demon-like uh, resemblance. So there was, I think in 2011, they were building a dam or putting irrigation channels into a dam and they had to halt or delay the project because they thought the mermaids were damaging it. In 2011? <laughs> yeah, it's so recent. <laughs> oh my God. And there's this one guy, I can't remember his name, but uh, he is adamant that he was uh, kidnapped by, said mermaids and uh, that he described them to look like any anyone they could be any race any ethnicity but they all had the same feature and it was like extremely long hair and the hair's just drenched all the time yeah it's a dead giveaway yeah and he said that like (laughs) you he lived with them and he had to cover his feet because he had feet and it was offensive to the mermaids that he had them and then he got brought back to land but essentially they're just evil creatures (laughs) it's like that story of um dick van dyke yeah have you heard about that dick van dyke dolphins Brought back inland, he fell asleep on a surfboard and uh, apparently porpoises or dolphins brought him back to shore. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. They are very... um, But So is this mermaids in the lake because it's landlocked? Well, yeah, no, it's just... And the rivers. And the rivers. So saltwater mermaids. 
fresh water milk. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> or they Wrong. could be salt water. Remember, it's 1,300 uh, kilometers from the Indian Ocean. It was surely <laughs> dilutes a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, love those kind of like myths of, uh, like, obviously, got like the Scotland and the Loch Ness monster. Like, yeah. They obviously started from somewhere. So maybe this poor person was swimming and got their legs caught and thought, oh, there's a mermaid. Or... Yeah. There's, <laughs> they are quite, um, what would you say, not paranoid, but, um, well, they love their myths and uh, creatures and monsters and spiritual. Would spiritual. You say? No, spiritual. Uh, well, these ones aren't so spiritual. So, goblins are uh, quite renowned for their uh, misbehaviors. In Zimbabwe specifically. In, in Zimbabwe <laughs> specifically. So I've put together a few bits for this little segment. So I'll, I'll talk about what they are. So as legend goes, they're only about two foot tall. Um, and only in uh, quite a lot of uh, people believe in the superstition. And they place their beds on paint cans or bricks to make them just out of reach of the tokolosh, which is the name for a goblin, uh, at night while they sleep. And, you know, we did Florida Man a while back. Yeah. I've put together a couple of headlines. Oh, there's headlines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I oh, can't they love wait. them. Well, so, four schools in southern Zimbabwe have been forced to stop lessons due to rather unusual infestation of goblins. Belief in goblins and witchcraft persist in many rural parts of Zimbabwe, though practicing witchcraft is an offense. Goblin sightings are reported seriously in both the state and the private press. Photos are rare. Um, and though one published in a government paper around two years ago showed a doll-like object that appeared to be handmade. Um, there's another headline here. Bulawayo, a 62-year-old Gokwe man, has come out in the open and claimed ownership of a goblin which has been terrorizing women in his village by taking off their panties at night while they were asleep. What? <laughs> that sounds like it someone's trying to get away with. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a me. But it, it was, was their goblin. goblin. <laughs> and then this is my favorite one. Um, man goes to lakes and collects turtles and frogs, ties colorful beads, rubber bands, horns or chicken nails to make them look like go goblins. These go from anywhere between $300 and $700 to people who make witchcraft. <laughs> what? How do they have that much money? <laughs> I have no idea. They're witches. That's mental. Yeah, so he's just like, just bought into the to the paranoia. Do, do you remember how much a toloi costs? Like what's like the difference? Oh, I don't, I don't know. We'll have to, the, yeah. we'll have to get some. Yeah. I think it would be difficult <laughs> if it's made out of a turtle or a frog though. But I like that he just ties rubber bands and chicken feet to it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, yeah. yeah, I didn't realize I was so, yeah, I don't know what the word is, spiritual, myth, believed in mythical, like myths and legends, essentially. Yeah. I feel like we Europeans are quite tame in terms of that, to be fair. or maybe we just stopped. It's not as much of a big deal anymore. Yeah. I mean, we do believe in Santa Claus. I mean, do we though? No, no. Yeah. I, we, don't believe, we believe in capitalism. I That's still believe. believe. <laughs> He's real. <laughs> a lot of them are Christians. They, I think... A lot of the goblins or a lot of the... <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, no, most of the country. I think it's like 90%. Mm. Um, obviously because, you know, the missionaries went down there and of course. gave them the good word as per most of Africa. Um, and Livingston went through there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first man to discover the Victoria Falls. Exactly. Right? That's so. A British man walked, well, not walked. He travelled across Africa, and basically named loads of stuff. They're called Victoria Falls because Queen Victoria was yeah. queen at the time. Um, so yeah, they're very original with their names. Europe discovered they? <laughs> the largest waterfalls in the world, and they were not in Europe. And they were not in Europe exactly. Yeah. But what we're talking about influential people. There he is, Mugabe. Big man himself. I'm yeah. sure most people would have heard of him, at least like his name. He died in 2019, so mm. fairly recently as well. He was president of Zimbabwe for 30 years, from 1987 to 2017. And he was prime minister before that for the seven years. Like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he was he was prime minister or, or president when it turned into Zimbabwe. So he yeah. became the first prime minister yeah. for seven years, and then he won the elections. Right. Well, he won the first elections in 1980. 
his party won it and he was prime minister. Yeah. And then they must have done some changes and stuff to have a president. And he actually got re-elected like three or four four times. But I, I wrote a bit down. Well, I copy-pasted a bit down. <laughs> let, let, let's be honest here. Uh, so he was a left-wing nationalist. Uh, and after making an anti-government... Uh, after making anti-government comments, he was convicted uh, and imprisoned for 10 years between 1964 and 74. Wow. Uh, that was on the Ian... I can't remember, some white British guy who right. was president and prime minister, basically. Um, and then after that, he fled to Mozambique. And that's where he kind of um, led the his party called ZANU. Um, and then they, you know, went to war, overthrew the government and all that. Um, and when they held peace talks... And uh, Zimbabwe became independent. He then became the prime minister. Uh, uh, but it was voted like that wasn't an actual election. Um, and he wanted to redistribute land owned by white farmers to landless blacks and encourage them to violence, violently seize them after a, how do you call it? Like a, a normal, a willing, uh, no, no, after a willing seller, willing buyer uh, format. <laughs> right. didn't work so basically the whites were like I'm not selling my land mm. and then the guy was like well just take it <laughs> just take it it's not yours anyway. <laughs> it'll be fine <laughs> uh, but that actually led to famine uh, economic decline and foreign san- foreign sanctions uh, but that didn't stop him from winning the following three elections in 2007 maybe I don't know and it, it seems like there's a real mixed opinion on him not externally, but internally. Yeah. Seeing as he's getting voted in, but completely destroying but their economy. He, he gets voted in, but also we don't. I mean, he's clearly done a lot of good for black people and, yeah. you know, got rid of uh, white colonials. But I heard he, he was more of a di- dictator still. Yeah. Like he, he rigged the votes. Elections weren't exactly like. I think he started off okay. Well, not yeah. okay, but, you know, he was better than what they had and then as the years went mm. by he just yeah turned more and more dictator like and in, almost like a king you know yeah having all the the wealth for himself his yeah. palace is mental oh, I've you know, not seen so, it. Like, i can imagine this especially so, like so much gold so much platinum yeah they're the biggest producer of platinum or something yeah, aren't they? yeah. yeah big mines yeah. yeah they're like the richest country in the world i believe like with minerals yeah that's bonkers but Oh. Yeah, and then in 2017 he got ousted basically in yeah. a coup from his own party. Yeah. I don't I, know how the situation is now, but yeah, I think he's well, he's, he's probably con- Ernie. Yeah, but yeah. like with his party and who's who's actually like leading the country. Yeah, we should maybe do some current affairs. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought yeah, this guy's the most famous guy. I mean, yeah, that's There's, why we need Tom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. He, he reads books and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely the smart one. No offense, guys. Oh. <laughs> um. I read uh, a, an article about how he was like mixed, like there was mixed mm. reception for him. Um, and the quote is the outpouring of joy on the streets of Harare, which greeted his forced resignation in November, 2017 echoed the same jubilation in the same city 37 years earlier when he was announced as the new mm. uh, independent leader. Yeah. So it's a, still mean, like a real mixed bag at the end of it. That's a long time as well to do yeah. a lot of fucked up shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, he gave them the the one trillion note. Yeah. Yes. One trillion, what yeah. is it, dollars? Zimbabwean Zimbab- dollars? Zimbabwean yeah. dollars. Um, so I've got a little bit about that. Uh, where are we? I can't believe it. Imagine just having that in your wallet. But it was. But how much is it worth? One trillion, or was was it worth? It's more of a time? gimmick now. I think at that point, that was before they went to the U.S. dollar. It was just. Oh, true. It doesn't exist anymore. No. The Zimbabwean no. dollar. No. It's actually a multi-currency country. Yeah. It's got yeah. euros as well. Euros, Australia. Pounds. Australian dollars. Australian dollars is one of Imagine the currencies. Imagine going to like this <laughs> little corner shop in Harare and you've got one Australian dollar. <laughs> That's so confusing. Uh, the only and downside of that back. is um, they apparently the the bad thing about that is you just might get a worse exchange rate. Yeah, how does that work? Like, imagine if you go to a shop and you pay in Australian dollars, and they only have euros in that shop. Oh yeah, because you'd have to like have double it or halve it. 
I have no idea. Yeah, double it. Double it. Yeah. They'll oh, yeah. It. Oh, that would be really hard. I'm, sh- I'm sure they have they, a system. They must have a system, yeah. Yeah. So the, the inflation <laughs> uh, to their currency was uh, 231 million percent. <laughs> I thought you, I didn't realize you were going to say percentage there. No. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a percentage. Um, and when it got to its worst point, there's um, this really famous photograph of a guy taking like an entire ba- uh, wheelbarrow of cash to the shop to buy bread. Oh. It got to that point. Like, if you think there's a one trillion dollar, yeah, of course. If you only have like a tenner, that's a hundred billion. Yeah, people don't like. I don't think people re- when they, we talk about like a trillion dollars or something. I don't think people realize how much money that is. I don't think anyone can realize actually how much money that is. No. Yeah, it's bonkers. It'd be cheaper than to pay gas and electricity now and just like burn your Zimbabwean dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, he com- he completely buggered it, didn't he? Yeah. Was that because of the sanctions? Probably. Yeah. So you can understand why the local population was like. Look, that's a bit, uh, a bit much. You did help us, but thanks for nothing. <laughs> we do like to eat. <laughs> so we were talking. Oh, about... Oh, I didn't even realize on that. So on the note, there's like the number top right. Look how much that is. Yes. <laughs> that's two, five, eight, eleven, fourteen zeros. Fourteen zeros. I wish oh. I could count better. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> As you said, Tom's the smart one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, with a country that has so m- many minerals, I think it doesn't hold a high percentage in their export every year. Why do they keep it all for themselves? I don't know. I think it's only like 10%. Oh, so what do they export more than? Uh, tobacco is a big one. Yeah, they only have, I think the country only has 20% consumption of tobacco and they export the 80% of it. Mm. Yeah, there's tobacco and maize. Maze. Yeah, maze, maze yeah. which uh, brings me to <laughs> indirectly to my thing. So I looked for the, the national dish, and the national dish is boring. It's bread. It's maize. No, actually, it's corn flour bread. So, <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Like, it's corn. It's an okay segue, but uh, yeah, it's, a, it's like a corn, a corn flour bread. Um, so that's quite boring. It's really it's it's round and white, like very white. It's really strange. Um, but they eat a lot of bugs, and I think we talked about this in the Zambia episode as well. Um, so it must yeah. be. Uh, you know, I don't remember them. Are, are they grubs? Those ones? Yeah, they're caterpillars. Right. Um, so I don't know if that's a yes or no. Actually, <laughs> they're very protein rich. What's grubs? Grubs, I guess the same thing. Something that will turn into something else. So these are called, oh, I can't remember, Mopane or Morane worms. And they've been eating these for 6,000 years. Wow. Um, They look hideous. Yeah, they don't look great. But there's different ways uh, to to eat them. I think in Zambia, we talked about um, having them with like a lot of sauce. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it was almost like a, a soupy thing, right? Yeah. Are they cooked or are they alive when you eat them? So, Obviously. no, they're, they're dead when you eat them. Oh, you okay. harvest them during the rainy season. Then you clean them. Don't really know like, how much there is to clean. Probably a lot of dirt, I suppose. And then they're sun-dried. Ooh. Um, so they can be eaten like dry and crispy, almost like, like crisps, like as a snack. Or they can be drenched in sauce or added to porridge uh, made from maize. So... Anything really, like it's like adding like spirulina to your smoothies. <laughs> like, yeah, just pop some protein in. Yeah, get the uh, mm-hmm. caterpillars in. Just a bit of you know crunch. To you stuff. make some caterpillar cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> do, I say that, but I've literally never tried caterpillars, so I, I can't even tell you if it's. I've never I, I tried. tried. Um, I don't know what you would call it. I guess it's like a grub or a caterpillar type thing that was roasted. With banana on like skewers. Ooh, interesting. Was that where was that? Peru. Peru. And they tasted like a smoky, meaty cream cheese. Oh, I remember you saying that actually. Was it, it crispy? Was, n- the ends of it were. See the little black bits where it's head and its asses with the crunchy bits. Was it chewy? Crunchy then, ass. The it was. It was chewy and it was like, yeah. How big were they? Uh, I'd say. So you need inch to buy half, two half maybe. No, you can't just swallow it. I don't think so. I presume you probably so you... have more than one as well. Yeah, I had a whole whole skewer with like... You just... yeah, uh, on the skewer, that's like 
the most. It's like time consuming. Like imagine putting on oh. time, I'm presuming like tiny little, like how big did you say? Like like that big. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah. It's like little Quite sausages. Thick. Yeah, little tiny sausages. Little frankfurts. But filled with cheesy goo. They had like a store at the um, the rally launch when you did it, Ed, and they had um, uh, was it like a little? They, they had really they had stuff like that. They had crickets. I did not see. I wish I I'd seen worms that. as well. I wish I'd seen that. Yeah, yeah. Too much going on that evening. There, there, there was, was rat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rats. Yeah, Wait, there to was eat actual yeah. rats. Yeah, in I don't in know the Czech Republic. Yeah. in the Czech Republic yeah. in Prague. Yeah, in yeah. I cannot remember that. I can't remember any food. To it be was kind of tucked away. So That's it was a, a shame. shame. Yeah, it really that was. That thing should have been two evenings. That would have been mental. 100%. Yeah. Um, oh, nice uh, segue from food. Zimbabweans see fat guys as sexy. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just that same thing as it is in Southeast Asia where it's like it shows a life of opulence, hmm. money, wealth. Luck. That's for women in Southeast Asia, isn't it? Yeah. Can't remember, yeah. I can't remember. India as well, I think. Mm. I wish it was here. <laughs> Be a stud. You are a stud. I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, go fat guys. Big and beautiful. Fair enough. It, but it's not like in uh what was it? Also an African country. Mauritania, I think. Where they Oh, where they force feed force feed young women. Yes, the human foie gras. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. It's horrible. They it was eat like twelve thousand yeah, calories. Yeah, I was gonna a say day. ten, but I, something like that. And they literally just have some of this, have some of this, and just all day. They just have to sit there and eat. They just have these like really heavy like protein balls. And oh. they eat just like apples. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah, nailed it. Well big so her... is beautiful. Yeah it is. But that not guy's gorgeous. <laughs> I love how confident he is. Yeah. Getting it out for the masses. <laughs> so having, you know, done my uh, usual facts plus fairly big segment on Mugabe and the food, I am already all out. You're out. Okay, let's so... see, see what we got. <laughs> Some of the stuff basically I did find was that they, I believe uh, Shona or Shona is like a, a language or a culture kind of over there. I believe it's more of a language. Yeah, showing it the language of Zimbabwe. They do have some amazing proverbs. So you know how like how over here, like as we we're saying like last time with Australia, you know, like, oh, do you wanna do you want that beer? Oh, I'm not here to fuck spiders. Kind yeah. of yes. yeah. They've got similar ones in not as probably not as crass as that is, I would say. <laughs> I'm not here to fuck goblins. Yeah. Or mermaids. Or Maybe mermaids. we are, you know, interspecies and all that. But um <laughs> They have some amazing ones. So I've actually got some here, which are amazing. Um, so I'll just read some so of them. So they're just translated? Or they're they translated. Also, okay. So they've got them in the actual language. I am not going to read it out in the actual language because I will butcher it. So yeah, I am... fair enough. Yeah, just going to read it in English and tell you what it means. So one of it is, is it's a marvel to see a leopard playing with a goat. So this one's nice. It's a, a suspicious comment on which something appears unnatural. Yeah, it does so, appear unnatural. Yeah. <laughs> Unless the goat is dead. And that's true. But I think <laughs> um, this one here is great. Uh, one who is used to something is one who is used to something. The baboon climbed the precipice in the dark. And that basically translates is we do easily that to which we are accustomed. I'm a bit confused about the baboon part, to be honest. It makes no absolute sense, that one. That's why I absolutely love it. <laughs> this one, this one, like some of them make quite quite a bit of sense. So for a lizard to bask in the sun is to have a cave in view. And basically, if you venture into to danger, be sure you have a means of escape. Huh? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah that makes yeah. makes a lot of sense. I, I don't but, know how like it is in their in their language, but it seems like a, a mouthful every time you want to say it something. It does. I'm sure it's a <laughs> yeah. lot nicer and more eloquent than I did just speak. But they've got like tens of them. I was going to say hundreds, but that was pretty a massive exaggeration. That oh, was yeah, there's, there's other ones like in, in, you know, some of the British ones. They are quite long. Like a bird in hand is worth two in the bush. That's true. That's yeah, true, yeah. Travelling yeah. up Schitt's Creek in a barbed wire canoe. <laughs> That's so, <laughs> so extensive. It's so unnecessary. 
I think so. Oh, yeah, there's Travel Up Shit's Creek. I don't know. There's yeah. like Travel Up Shit's Paddle up shit. Creek. I'm oh, paddling up Shit Creek. In a barbed wire canoe. They had the barbed wire canoe for some reason. And like knee high to a grasshopper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love, absolutely love them. They're so great. I wish I was like witty enough, like on the spot to say stuff like that. My sister, I don't think she listened to this, but she's really good at... Um, somehow like remembering a little bit of one of those expressions but not fully but she still <laughs> says it so she she will say like something instead of a canoe she'll say like a paddleboard or something like that but every time like she, she'll she just change it a little bit and it's actually hilarious but she doesn't do it on purpose she's just like i think this is how you say it like traveling up vomit yeah. river in a flimsy <laughs> paddleboard yeah exactly like that. i love it <laughs> Yeah, I I uh I forget some of them some of the time as well. Like um, you know how you say the lightest, I say the light the the, the brightest tool in the shed, and that's not it either. What is it? The the sharpest, the sharpest, the sharpest tool in the and shed. the brightest light bulb in the room. Is that it? Brightest bulb in the room. Yeah. 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 Uh, blessing in the skies. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you say that? I don't. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Your dad. That's quite an Irish thing. Your dad. Uh, blessing in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the other one? There was another one that I think you used to say. Um, oh, yeah, scaring the living delights out of me. Because, the living delights? You know how people say, oh, scared living daylights out of me. I've never heard that before. Oh, have you? Okay. Yeah, so that's when I would say delights because in my head you're no longer delighted when you're scared, so you literally scared the delights out of me. And <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense. It does. <laughs> it makes way more sense, really. <laughs> yeah. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, I've got a, a Thomas segment in his absence, so I've done Alpha Guest House International. Ooh. Brought to you by, I can't remember what Tom says. He says, brought to you in association with, and then he proceeds to find something witty to say about the burned down hostel we always talk about. <laughs> Uh, and it says Alpha Guest House we never ever cook Bri- for breakfast Bristol's <laughs> premium guest house we don't have to cook a breakfast <laughs> love it well done please uh, okay so this hotel slash hostel I guess is called the Backpackers Rest um, for those who can see the picture is it really that big because that looks massive the sign is what well, sign the written Backpackers Rest on the say- wall does that say ladies' pool? It does. But it does. with a Y. So it's probably, how wide would you say it is? It would be... It or like a proper or it is lad's pool. And that's an apostrophe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> lad's pool. Maybe. Is it the game pool or is it a swimming pool? I don't know. Mm. Not too... Got yeah, it's probably about what twenty meters wide. Is that me being? That's probably me. No, it's more than twenty. Oh, actually, yeah. How Maybe. many subways then? Ah, uh, quite a lot. Imagine actually like putting subways down <laughs> on the pavement there. But yeah, it, it looks, uh, it, it's actually big. Yeah, but it's a big, big old place. And the sign's quite nice. I mean, comparing it to Alpha Guest House, I would say they've got a higher, you know, marketing budget than they do. Yeah, they've they've really figured out their brand. They have <laughs> blue and yellow. Dark Basically blue. Ikea. Oh, or Blockbuster. Or Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. Very Blockbuster. Yeah. 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 Especially with the big B. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. We'll have to leave them a review. Basically, everyone didn't really have a nice time when they went. Um, so I got this one out of a blog. I didn't get it from TripAdvisor because they were shit reviews. But I thought this one was funny. This lady had had a terrible day of traveling for seven seven hours in a beat up van filled with locals and it she thought her bag got stolen about halfway but no one would talk to her um and then she arrived at backpackers <laughs> rest before you go on 
surely that first part has nothing to do. Like, that's just a really unlucky day. What happens if she was riding in on, like, a, you know, in horse a sport? Carriage. Yeah, a horse carriage <laughs> or in a sports car, like Thelma and Louise style. They had an amazing dinner. I'm sure her feelings now would be very different. It reminds me of the one in Bhutan. I don't know if you remember that one where people were, I traveled for seven hours and then there was no electricity because <laughs> yeah. it was a main storm it was or like something. like a typhoon a or typhoon. something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, by the sounds of it, it's awful, but slightly more understandable, I think, with, with having a terrible day. I guess, yeah. Also However, I feel like prediction, customer support's not going to be great. No. I'm no. sure it gets worse, though. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So, upon arrival, we found it not as grim as anticipated and booked one night. As we settled in, we asked where the bathroom was. With a friendly smile, she told us there wouldn't be running water until the next morning. Oh. After you book. Yeah. The night. <laughs> the double bed was constructed of two sagging twin beds pushed together. The pillowcases encased in sequin studded pillowcases of questionable cleanliness. And our dark room lacked any exterior winds that windows. The worst part, though, was that our room was separated from the living quarters of the people who ran the place by only a thin wall and thin, mostly glass wall, which was covered by a curtain on our side. And that those people enjoyed watching television at all night at top volume. It lacked any options for dinner beyond a couple of fried chicken places. So we ended up picking up a sad little dinner of prepared chicken stew and pre-washed bag lettuce from the grocery store across the street, which we ate in our room on the beds, staring at each other in mutual horror and wondering just what the hell we were doing here. I mean, it's an adventure. <laughs> it's a really good review, I think. Yeah, very it's, well written. It's yeah. mental that. The wall is just glass with a curtain. Yeah. Imagine uh, you just oh, what's this window? And then you just dum, see dum, someone dum, on the <laughs> on the couch watching TV. We had that actually in one of our flats that we stayed in. We rented the flat, didn't realise, and there was in our bedroom. Remember, they had this window. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Oh god, that was horrible. And it led down to like their pantry or like their their storage cupboard. So <laughs> it, it, they didn't go in there that often. But it'd be maybe eight a.m. on a Saturday morning, and then she would come in, switch the light on, and then this like bright light would just shine into the bedroom. Wait, wait a flat in, you rented? In our rented, to, it was like to the, live, to live, not to not an Airbnb. No, or actually right? lived. Was there. this in? Bristol. Yeah, in Clifton. in Clifton. It was a really nice place. Beautiful, but we lived underneath <laughs> the landlords. So we had to go through the landlord's house to get into the flat. Yeah. Well, so like their corridor, basically. Their vestibule. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> could, could you like just waltz into their living room? No, because their I had, door like, was a... always open. So actually, not, yeah, we could. Not like they were inviting us in. It was just mm. physically unlocked. Yeah. yeah, we were never invited in. <laughs> Come on in, our door's always open. That wasn't wasn't the case. No, interesting. So there was a window. So a window. So yeah, I could actually do appreciate how weird that is. I mean, ours wasn't that big. Imagine having a whole wall that's a window. And yeah. that was in the room. Was it? Yeah. The bedroom. It was right by our, our bedroom door. It was like a big but that's... three subway length window. Yeah. Thank you. I really want Subway now. Sponsored by Subway. There's one round the corner if you want. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Didn't like it. Interesting. So well, you didn't stay there for too long, did you? Just a year. No, just a year. Um, what was the worst place that you've ever stayed? Because we brought this up on other podcasts, but we've not asked you yet. Mine actually is uh, pretty good. The worst, I, obviously, there was the one in Uzbekistan that I mentioned that was pretty uh, bad. Yeah. But there was actually one in London that I stayed in, which probably rivaled some of the ones that I stayed in, like you know, Asia and all that. So it was. In just before I started the rally, so it would have been 2013, and it was probably about two weeks after Lee Rigby's death. You know, Lee Rigby, I don't know if you heard about him. He was the off duty soldier in Greenwich who unfortunately got decapitated by this man. And uh, we'd already booked a hostel in Greenwich. My friend was already staying in that same hostel on the day that it happened. She was on the bus and she saw it. So obviously, you know, poor girl, she was like really traumatized by it all. And then she, they had riots in Greenwich and so she went to the hostel because it was brand new. I think it was their opening week. They didn't have any doors on the outside <laughs> that, that or they not... didn't have any locks so <laughs> anyone could come in. And then she she went upstairs and they kind of had rooms set out. At the time they had no beds so they had just had mattresses. Then we arrived, I think, it must have been closer. But, that it, yeah, we arrived after. She, she went there first and then we met surely her. Surely she didn't pay. Well, there was it was really cheap. It was like 
seven Australian <laughs> yeah, dollars but- a night. So what is that? Three pound fifty. Oh, uh, okay. So when you got that kind of deal, you're like, oh, okay. I'll accept not having a yeah. bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was really cheap, and so then we arrived, and then we had to put up our own beds. He had the uh, beds in there. And we gave us our room. We put them all, and they were really close together. What do you mean, like IKEA? Yeah, like properly. They brought them in. Them. Yeah, because I was like, <laughs> I want to stay in a bed, and I don't want to sleep on the floor with like twenty people in a room, just all on like you know. I, I, I like it. yeah. So he's like, fine, I'll get you guys' beds. And we came, went out for dinner, came back, and he's like, your beds are in your room, and like he was like putting them together. So we had to help finish them, put them together. <laughs> DIY backpackers. Yeah, good old Greenwich. I can't even remember what the name That's of that mental. place. Was was called i bet you it's probably not running anymore met we some amazing people the there but <laughs> yeah that reminds me of a hotel we the hostel we stayed at in budapest i think it was or prague mm, prague or budapest and it was basically a school and in the summer they turned the school into a hostel so you'd wow. sleep in classrooms oh, mattress what? on the floor that's really wow. nice. And you that feels sh- like kind of wartime stuff. Yeah, I don't know how it was. I feel it was a bit strange, that. but it was pretty cool. You shower yeah. in uh, this weird sentence to say, but you shower in the you know school's showers. Classic. Kids Classic showers. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get beds or it was just mattresses on floors and stuff? I think it was just mattresses. I can't remember now, but I'm pretty sure it was just mattresses on the floor. <laughs> That's uh, so weird. And it was strange because you you'd walk around like there was no you know it was not a hostel or hotel it was like the corridor was just like this school cor- you get with draw- drawings on the walls stuff like that <laughs> it's a bit odd but it was nice to be fair i didn't think i mean a classroom is big so you can tuck a lot of people in there yeah and it was at least like 15 beds fair Be- enough. 15 mattresses <laughs> so much I you kind do. of like Big rooms them. with other randoms. That's just... the best part, though. You go to a hostel knowing what you're going to get yourself in for. No, I know, but... <sighs> yeah, I mean, so I'd, if... Now that I'm financially, like, stable, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not done. ever going to pick a hostel over, like, any other form of economy. Not even, I'd like... rather go camping than go to a hostel, like, really? any day. Yeah. Well, to be, yeah, I, I, I like was... camping, so it doesn't what really count. What about in a two-bed, like, uh, as in, like, it's just, say... Like, you know, you two are going. And yeah, if it was a private room, I just don't want to stay yeah, in a room. Yeah, a private just room is almost not a hotel. It is almost not a hostel. I was so focused when uh, I used to do the rally of like doing it as cheap as possible. And I would st- like when I had a stopover in Moscow, I stayed in like a 16 bed dorm on a layover. You didn't have just... to pay for that though, did you? No, no. no. Oh, that's all right. I didn't have to pay that five pound. So, yeah, it was... I stayed in a great one in London and it was like 20 beds in the room. Um, Shout out to Hootenannies in London. It's in Brixton. And uh, every second Tuesday or Thursday, I can't remember which day, this is again going back a few years ago, they used to have a lock lock in and I have to clean all the beer and cider taps. So they'll just put put on the bar counter just a bunch of like beer and cider to clean their taps and everyone who's staying there would just go there and drink on a... Nice. And it was so cool. Loved it. I mean, there's some good hostels out there. Like, there's some really good. There's, (laughs) I went to a hostel in Greece, uh, and it was like this really, like, almost a kind of hippie uh, kind of hostel. And we didn't really think about it that much, but it was just like this. Basically, these guys built something out of like a container, like in a container. Oh, like a yeah, yeah. Like a proper, like you know, uh, we'll get some wood put a mattress on that it'll be fine um it wasn't expensive but it was definitely an experience mm. uh i wouldn't oh, i was so warm in that <laughs> room as well it's like every bed had like a little curtain there was some privacy but and the showers were just all like you know handmade basically yeah uh the premise was pretty good i would not go again just because it's not very comfortable some of them are just like some of them are so nice that they are just like a really homely hotel yeah yeah you go down there's a nice kitchen and people are nice yeah yeah um i did some research doing a hard hard right hand turn from hostels um mainly about wildlife and the landscape as you always expect um i'm glad you did because it's definitely worth it in in zimbabwe and i didn't look at it at all (laughs) it's uh it's really important actually they've um they've done some really cool work i'll i'll go to that at the end but um so their national flower is a flame lily i'm not sure if you've seen it but it legitimately just looks like loads of points of fire it's really pretty 
Um, you can see the big five there uh, on safari, which is the lion, leopard, rhino, elephant, and buffalo. It's so strange that that's the big five. It's, it's not strange that it's the big five, but, but if you ask anyone what the big five is, it'll always add like an elephant. They are. Pro- in the, in oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> giraffe. No, a giraffe, yeah. yeah. And there's I mean, buffalo. I'm, I would never think about that as a no. big five. Yeah, I didn't realize how big they were until you see like lions attacking them like on yeah. documentaries. Mm. Like one lion couldn't take down a buffalo. It has to be like three or four. It's mental. I went on a safari in Malawi and uh, I saw a buffalo. And Are it was they massive. The most, they're massive. And we were like on this wooden boat, uh, just going past just sing this singular buffalo. It is like a bit of um what do you call it? Um, the the plants that almost live on the water. Like lilies and just like water. not seaweed. What it's not like, seaweed. Like, I don't know, but you know you know I mean like yeah. brown things. Yeah, it's like uh, rafts of Yeah. yeah. Like lily yeah. pads, no. Yeah, yeah there you go. And uh, this buffalo was like right there. So there's a bit of water, a bit of like this grass. Like the sky is just amazing. And on the buffalo, there's like this white bird just chilling. And it was the most like amazing thing I've ever seen. I was just like, I'm literally watching a film right now, but this is real life. God, I'm so dying to get out there. I would love to go to Africa. Yeah. It's fairly affordable to go to Africa if you do like if you do a lot of research it's and then safaris don't have to be like super expensive if you don't go yeah, to like true. the big big ones yeah um because a lot of them are actually like you know reserves and national parks that need the money and mm. are not necessarily like popular so there's it's all actually different levels of yeah. stuff isn't there there's like the national parks and then the game yeah. reserves and um yeah i'm dying to get out there see all of those things in the wild um Zimbabwe has the second largest elephant population with 85,000. That's behind Namibia, who I think have got like 110. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a lot of elephants. That is. That's so, wait, so they're just all in the wild as well. So there's mm. a lot of free space. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much of the land is like used up. And they've got oh, what, just 50 million human population as well. Didn't 15. They? 15. Oh, 15, yeah. oh, 15 one five. I thought it was five zero. <laughs> nah. um, their national animal is a sable antelope, which are, they're kind of uh, a hot item for hunters. They've got these massive, massive antlers, horn things mm. that are like a foot and a half long, like curved, really cool. Um Obviously, the golden bird was on the flag. Um, it's the national symbol and not real. Shame. Um, which is a shame. With the name like the great Zimbabwe bird or Hungwe is is the uh, Zimbabwean name. Um, there's a serious issue between macaques and farmers. <laughs> they're, macaques they're, and yeah, farmers? They're, they're like mob, absolutely mob farmers fields. They eat all the small livestock and domestic animals yeah they're savage and they've got the biggest macaques i can't i can't remember what they're called it's like hari macaques i think macaques are scary animals terrifying and how would you protect your crops against macaques i mean it's not as simple as putting a scarecrow up they tried putting scarecrows up and it didn't work (laughs) (laughs) you'd have to almost build like a dome yeah Yeah. a fence like Like they're so smart as well yeah and they can climb, they can run, they can like dig, I unlock. Suppose. You know, yeah. they've got opposable thumbs, don't they? So yeah. they can unlock things like open doors. Yeah. And they've got massive teeth to like. And they're yeah. so make aggressive. Their way through st- yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're savage. Yeah. Yeah, terrifying. Um, but And ruthless as well. Yeah. They will not just like kill your animals and eat them, they will completely destroy them. Yeah, just tear them apart. Yeah. <laughs> it's bonkers. <laughs> they, um, they love wanking as well. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Did you know, I've probably said this before, but most other animals have bones in their penis. Humans and there's a couple of others that don't. Really? Yeah. So, without trying to to sound weird, the only kind of animal penis I come across on a not regular basis, but like on a... Go on. Say it's human. um, Well, non-human is dogs. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do they have bones? I think so, yeah. Well, even dogs. Well, yeah, what? The little red rocket just pushes out. I guess. Yeah. Oh, so the bone pushes out. With the dick, yeah. Ah. Um, and the uh. animal with the largest penis bone is a walrus. 
And they get to about it's two not, subways long. It's not very surprising. Yeah. Two subway... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it took huge. me a while to process that, but wow. Yeah. Um, so, as I was saying, like we were saying about all the national parks and stuff, they've started creating uh, trans-frontier parks and conservation areas, which mm. basically link yeah. nature reserves across borders uh, to create bigger international conservation projects. That's very um, important. And it's Great Limpopo National Park, um, Kruger is in there, um, and Mozambique, Mozambique Limpopo National Park as well. Um, but yeah, they're doing some doing some good shit. Um, and one of my favorite things about it is that there's this ridge that runs from the southwest to the northeast across the entire country. It's like a spine. Hmm. And um, that feeds into the Zambezi on one side and the Limpopo on the other. Okay. Um, so that's like... So I suppose it's also quite varied in terms of landscape in this country. Yeah, yeah, I think so. There's there's a lot about geology which I skimmed over, but now I can't remember. There's lots of interesting. <laughs> did, did you read it like rock. me? Like I'm sure I remember this. I read the name Mugabe. Yep. I tried. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do. Wi- I, I do really wish I read more about Mugabe. Seems like an interesting. Well, you still can. I know, but now I can't show off about it. <laughs> just bring him up in I the next bring podcast <laughs> for next ten so. episodes. Oh, by the way, little. Uh, <laughs> Francis. <laughs> a little Mugabe uh, refresher for you. I bet Tom's going to know so much about Mugabe. Yeah, he's probably spewing right now. He's not here talking about yeah. it. We should just, because Tom obviously doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> we should, when he comes in, just grill him about Mugabe straight off the bat. <laughs> yeah, just see ask what he him, knows. so what do you... Yeah. Um, and that is my facts done. I'm at my capacity. I am complete. <laughs> You're complete. Yeah, I have... Finished. Yeah, I think to be honest, you stole a lot of my facts. But Likewise, Ooh, I, was, I wanted a bit to of, uh... talk about mermaids. I know that was the one I was so excited for that I was really wanting to talk about. But yes, you should actually see with the mermaid one the actual transcript. There's an inter- an interviewer went and spoke to the guy who uh, <laughs> says that he was abducted by mermaids for two years. And That's so two years is a long shit. time. It Can is. no one prove his like? existence for those two years the mermaids they're probably too busy with the goblins yeah, yeah, yeah the goblins true. are being mischievous and stealing women's pants <laughs> while they're sleeping it's so particular <laughs> yeah someone probably clocked that someone was taking pants off and he was just like yeah yeah it must be the goblins huh? <laughs> those freaking goblins i hear turtles love a pair of pants yeah yeah um should we see where we're going to go next time. It's just one last Ooh, thing I want to say. Okay, talk to me. Just remembered, this is going to be the shortest uh, fact ever. Um, there's five UNESCO World Heritage Sites, which is oh, a fair amount. There's one called the Great Zambia. The Great... <laughs> in Zimbabwe, why would there Z- be? Uh, the Great Zimbabwe. <laughs> yeah, the Great Zimbabwe National Monument. Mm. And when I read that, I was like, perfect. I'm gonna, that's, that must be like a massive monument or something. And just ruins. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't really know much about it. No, me neither. But, but there's it's, it's like also Kami ruins. Kami ruins? Kami ruins. So okay. there's those two ruins. And then uh, Matoba Hills, Victoria Falls, and Mana Pools. I'm pretty sure that picture of the, the animals behind us is uh, in Mana Pools. Or oh. whatever that yeah, this is Mana Pools. Oh, we've got to go. So nice. It is nice. Yeah, apart from that, I'm done. There is something (laughs) I do remember as well, actually. There are these, um, they're called the Vidoma people. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot about it. And uh, they're very, like, small tribe group of people that live, I believe, in the north. I've got it here. live in the uh, western part of Zimbabwe. And they are actually commonly referred to as ostrich people or the two-toed tribe. Uh, it's because 25% of the population of this tribe have been born with a genetic defect. Oh, is it a defect? It's a defect. It's because um, I've read that apparently it's frowned upon or even illegal within their tribe to marry Outwards, so they have a lot of intertribe marriages, uh, which causes the genetic mm. defect to continue and grow. There's so, a weird so name, isn't it? So basically, like ter- 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 
Yes, like aerodactyl or something like that. Pterodactyl. Yeah. So, so you can't properly see on this picture, but basically they don't have toes. They have two, two hands, or three. They've got three fingers. Yeah. Is it their hands, not their yeah. toes? Oh, they might have it on their toes I as think well. It's also known as like club I think this picture similar. is their toes, to be honest. Oh. Yeah, no, it is their toes. Yeah. It is their toes. Yeah. So, it's their yeah. so it looks like almost like chicken feet. Yeah. yeah. But, but fairly th- thick. Thick and oh, like ostrich feet, hence yeah. the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes way more sense. So, yeah, yeah, if you don't know what they look like, just, just Google ostrich feet. But yeah, oh, is it, I thought it was like one of those things. You know how they put rings on. Um, oh, on, yeah. On, like geisha feet. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. I thought it would be almost like, um, you know. No, it's all, all genetic. Yeah. Is it, did you say 25%, 25% of the tribe? 25% of the tribe. Have it. Why don't you just dilute it a little bit? Oh, well, they might enjoy it. I'm not sure how much it would affect their life well, surely it's, I mean so do you buy two pairs of shoes per foot a I flip flop <laughs> a massive flip flop yeah but I'd imagine that because so many of them have the same like thing that they would have a lot of like, infrastructure around to help with it I'm sure so I'm sure it'd be like us yeah. living imagine us walking around now with no shoes on I mean that would be painful but they're you know I don't know where I was going with that, but in but my head, what it can had... they possibly do? I mean, they could just wear shoes and tie them up tight. Get a pair of Converse; they're narrow. Oh, as in like to just move. Bring it together. Yeah, how? How? How do you know there's no bones going all the way? That don't really. How, I don't. Because... <laughs> <laughs> it's just speculation. <laughs> because if it's like, if you look at your hand, and it's, I don't know what this is called, but if if it's like here, like the partition is yeah. here, that that's fine. You can still do. But what if the partition is actually here? Ah, yeah. So, yeah. Got... so it is more like a like a claw, like a pig's foot, almost. You know how it's got yeah. like the the who, line in the middle. Who knows? It does Maybe look if, like if that, we actually, if we'd done research, we might know. But yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's just like two toes instead of having five. Oh, I think it's like they've like fused together. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. It's bonkers. Yeah. Bonkers. Maybe. Maybe well, they I just wear shoes so. and shove them in, like you know, kind of push like them in together. Must be so uncomfortable. Yeah. And they choose to keep it keep it in the, well, not necessarily family, but. Well, it's a lot well, more, I mean, it's obviously binding feet is a lot <laughs> more painful, but it's almost like the, you know, people who have like the, what are they called, rips in their ears? What are they called? Oh, the not tunnels. Big, tunnels, that's yeah. it, what I get rips from. And uh, like make the earlobe bigger and bigger. I guess they do that. Oh, they in, do it in their lips as well. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. But they I mean, have... that's just skin. So I wouldn't imagine that would hurt that much. You'd just do a gradual. It's very it's uncomfortable, thin, I suppose. Thin yeah. lip goes. People have it like dinner plate size. It's quite useful. Yeah. The washing up will be easy. Yeah. Oh, imagine having to wash it. The, it, it would be pretty it practical have to, like a... to have soup. No, imagine. <laughs> right, imagine drinking soup like this. <laughs> yeah, without <laughs> your bottom lip. <laughs> I would <laughs> be awful. You would love it. I can just picture you now sitting back on the recliner watching Netflix with like Plate a soup attached. Cakes. Yeah. <laughs> just like slowly trickling into your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that would be that's great. It, that's, that's why they do it, though. Just to Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Netflix and chill. snacks. Netflix and gorge. Well, that was Zimbabwe. I have to say, I think we covered most of the things that were available on the internet. Like, for within a, a day's big research. country. Yeah. I don't think there's that much to talk about. No. I don't think we talked about, like, obviously, current affairs. And we probably yeah. could have gone deeper, like, National parks and shit like that, and yeah. stuff to actually do. That's one thing if we need to start doing more. <laughs> yeah. is like actual if we attractions. go there, what can we do? Yeah, we. Do, I mean, we spoke about the great Zim- Zimbabwe ruins. They they look the UNESCO cool. sites, as you yeah. said. Yeah, mentioned them. We're just patting ourselves on the back. (laughs) We didn't explain anything. (laughs) We did a great job. Right, so we're going to go to the next country. Barbados. Barbados. That's a nice. Cool looking flag. That That is is. a wicked flag. It's like a trident, isn't it? Is it trident? Is that what they call it? It's so small. Trident. Have you, so this, I have to say, I can't wait until next week to say this, but this is only 430 square kilometers, which is like 1.2 Luxembourgs. Six Barbadoses would fit in Luxembourg. Oh. I love that you know that just like that. Ooh, it's not necessarily correct, but I said it quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about this one. So yeah, see you next week in Barbados. Can't wait. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.